Hey, you all, it's Ty here, and I've been given the blessed opportunity to conclude not only the book of Revelation for our Bible Plus, but the last book of the New Testament. Not just that, the last book of the Bible. Here in Revelation 22, we see the consummation, the conclusion to all that God has planned and willed from Genesis 1-1. Yes, uh, I do want to zoom in on Revelation 22, but I just have to add that this chapter, it, it concludes the whole Bible and what God has planned and purpose for us, man. And that is the new Jerusalem, his realm of eternal blessing. The new Jerusalem is how God chooses to end his divine book, the book of life. And Revelation 1 through 5 still give us the details of this blessed city. Remember this word when you consider the new Jerusalem, life. Verse 1 and verse 2 make it clear. And he showed me a river of water of life. And on this side, on that side of the river was the tree of life producing 12 fruits. So we see the center, the constitution, the the nature of this city is nothing physical but organic it's living it's filled with life flowing with life and if you got to you got to think back this is what god has written in his divine book from genesis 2 you see a river there genesis 2 you see the tree of life there so at the end the last chapter of the bible god gets what he wanted in the beginning a city where there is life abundant. A place where he can flow himself as life, as everything, as light, as love, as, as truth, as grace. He can flow himself as a river and a tree into his people. There's this last verse in Revelation 22, 22-21 says, The grace of the Lord Jesus be with all the saints. Amen. If you want to know what the New Jerusalem is, is in this verse, this description. The Lord Jesus be with all the saints. That is our God, our Lord, all in all the saints together, mingled, blended, united, joined for eternity. That's the New Jerusalem. That's what life is. That's what the tree of life is for. The river of life is for giving us a detailed picture through these symbols that God and man are together, united in a union in life, mingled in nature, and just joined together for eternity. This is an organic entity, not a physical city, not a material place, but an entity of God and man forever together. This is marvelous. This is really marvelous. And so, even in verse 3 and 4, we see more descriptions of this new Jerusalem, this, this place. There's no longer a curse. The throne of God and the land will be in it, and his slaves will serve him. They will see his face, and his name will be on their foreheads. Aren't you picking up the, the essence of the city, the atmosphere of the city? There's no curse, no death, no, no evil. It is a place and a realm where God can rule as the one on the throne, you know, 
the curse came in through Adam's fault in Genesis 3.17 and was dealt with by Christ's redemption in Galatians 3. And so in this new heaven and new earth, the fall will be no more. There will no longer be a curse. This is the space and the place where God is able to be everything to his people as the one and ruler on the throne. But there's more. <laughs> the night will be no more. And they now have no need of light or of a lamp. The light of the sun for the Lord God will shine upon them and they will reign forever and ever. This is verse 5. This is us being under the illumination of God, reigning forever with him. This is what the new Jerusalem feels like and tastes like. It's a place where God shines immensely through us and on us and where we have the even responsibility as believers, as ones joined to him, to be co-kings with him. Because you have to remember this verse from Revelation 5.10 and have made them a kingdom and priest to our God and they will reign on the earth. This is what God desires and will gain and is for his people to reign forever with him. This is the final blessing of God's redeemed people in eternity. But I did feel to camp out here as kind of a, a lasting application to Revelation entering into the new Jerusalem as we've hit these last few Bible Plus podcasts. Really, to answer this question, how do I, Ty, enter into the new Jerusalem? How can I make experiencing New Jerusalem real. I don't just want to read about it. I want to enter into it. I'm going to point you to verse 14 of Revelation 22. It says, Blessed are those who wash their robes that they may have right to the tree of life and may enter by the gates into the city. Did you see the key here? The application here? Yes. You want to enter into that city. You want to enter by the gates into the city of God, the new Jerusalem, this blessed place where God can reign. God can flow himself into us and God can have what he wants people to reign with him as his kingdom people. As he establishes his kingdom on the earth. How do we enter into that? We need to wash our robes. I don't know the last time you've done it, but that's the blessing we, we get in the entrance into the city. Our robe here symbolifies our conduct, the conduct of every believer. And to wash our robe is actually to keep our content clean through the washing of the blood of the lamb. The precious blood of the lamb is our cleansing, our robes being washed. Again, to show you another verse is 1 John 1, 9, that if we confess, he is faithful and righteous to forgive every sin, all unrighteousness. The washing of that robe is one step entering into the city, making that new Jerusalem real to us. But there's more. When you wash, and I wash our robes, we have the right to participate in the tree of life. We have a right to enjoy God, get God into us as our life and joy in, in full supply. So we wash our robes. 
We say, Lord, forgive me. And then we have right to eat. We have right to be filled with God and as our life and our everything, as our as our husband, as our first place. We have right to enjoy him as God, as our portion. That is the entrance. Washing our robes and eating the tree. Is it that simple? Yes, it can be. So, with New Jerusalem being given this kind of entrance, what should be our response even more? It's to come. So that's kind of where we end off here in verse 17. And the spirit and the bride say, come. Let him here say, come. Let him who is thirsty, come. Let him who wills take the water of life freely. So again, we see the tree in verse 14, and we see the water of life in verse 17. This is what the new Jerusalem is calling us and even promising us. He's calling us here in the last chapter to enjoy him as the water, eat him as the tree, so that we can participate in him as with him as a city. This is the promise to every believer. When we wash our robes, when we partake of the tree, when we drink the river of the water of life, we have an entrance into the city. God gets what he wants, and we get what we want. We get God, and God gets the new Jerusalem, us. So we hope you've been enjoying and really feasting on these podcasts and our study in Revelation to enter more into the city. May the Lord make us all partakers and joint participants in the new Jerusalem. Hallelujah. Amen.